We're talking about love. Okay, does anybody know in the Bible what is the greatest commandment? Yes, ma'am. JBQ question. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Mark 12, 30. Who knows what the second greatest commandment is? Yes. Love your neighbor as yourself. That is correct. I actually pulled them out of Matthew. The wording's a little different. It says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind. It doesn't have strength in this one. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So Jesus, these are the words of Jesus talking to us, telling us to love God and to love people. Of all the things that the Bible includes, Jesus said these are the two most important things we have. Okay, These are the most important things you can do. This is the way to show to, to do what I'm asking for. Somebody quickly read 1 Corinthians 13, 4, and 5. Quickly, get your Bibles out, get your phones out, whatever. 1 Corinthians, yes it is. That's all they know. <laughs> they got... Impatient. Do what? That's another... What are you doing there? Okay. Yeah, actually, I think you got most of it. Um, if my Bible app will ever get there, I was going to pull it up. but Or, Wes, I think I have it on the next thing. I do. Look at that. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. Leave that up there for a while. So... So what is love? Love is patient. How many of you guys are by your very nature patient? Really though? Yeah. Except for chocolate. Except for when you're driving. Yeah, I'm like that too. We, we as human beings are not naturally patient. Okay, I don't know if y'all know that. Uh, any of you who have... Uh, babies in your life, you know, you got cousins or something like that, you know babies are not patient, right? When babies get hungry, do they want to wait for their food? No. What do they do? They cry and whine. Exactly. We have to learn patience. We are not naturally patient, okay? Love is kind. Are little kids nice? No, little kids are mean, aren't they? Like, Every, every Wednesday, like, one of them comes in screaming, he hit me. You know, I mean, little kids are mean to one another. We have to learn to be kind. We're not born nice. Okay? Most, yeah, like, I heard that today. Like, somebody, I forget who, somebody came in and was like, they're not my friends. You know, put his head on the table and like, man, like, I'm serious. That happened an hour ago. You used to do that? <laughs> yeah, you're coming to my birthday party, right? <laughs> Little kids are naturally mean, okay? Uh, what about this? What is, when you see somebody who has something that you want, what is our natural reaction? I want that, right? Little kids, if that kid's got the toy and I want the toy, little kids just go and take it, right? You know, they're jerks about it. Um, Right? 
Love is, je- love is not jealous, but we are, by our very nature, very jealous, in fact. How many of you guys have ever heard this and talk? Uh, how many of you have ever heard it said, like, when they're talking about a relationship, it's just like, I'm not jealous, I just care, right? I just care a lot, right? That's, that's bull, by the way. That's not true. That's not the way life works. Um, that, that is jealousy, because jealousy is a sign of selfishness, okay? Now, we should care about our loved ones, but, you know, that's something different. But. We are naturally jealous. When we're born, we're jealous. When we're little kids, we always want to take what the other kid has. Even when we're grown-ups, you know, I've got one car and somebody else has a nicer car than me, and I can get jealous of that car or whatever it may be, you know. I've got my guitar. If I go watch somebody play a super expensive pretty guitar, I get jealous of that, okay? Um, I do have a pretty nice guitar. I saved up for it, but it's still, there's a lot of guitars nicer than mine, and so... Um, you know, we are by our very nature jealous. We are by our very nature boastful, okay? We all, our favorite subject is to talk about ourselves. Whether or not we want that to be the case, whether or not we say that, it's true. Many conversations, you're just waiting for somebody else to get done so you can talk about you. And I'm like that too. I, you know, I, I, we tend to be like that. Say what? I disagree. We're all, we're all naturally like that. We all want to talk about ourselves, Okay. Okay, we're all naturally proud. We all naturally, you know, that's how we're we're built. It is our nature to dishonor others. Is it our nature to build ourselves up and put others down? How about this? Whenever somebody tells a story and you have a similar story, what is your first instinct? To tell it? To top them. Yeah, right? Like, you know, we used to, the, in culture, right, to one-up them. In pop culture, you know, they talk about fishtails. I caught a fish this big. Well, I caught a fish this big. You know, Harley caught a fish this big. Anyways, uh, that's right. Uh, some of y'all missed that, too. That was from a couple weeks ago. Um, Harley hit on Canada. It was weird. It was an illustration. But it was an illustration. Anyways, it is our nature to top the other person. Right? If somebody says, hey, I went to Dallas, you're like, oh, yeah, well, I went to Florida. You know, I mean, like, it's our nature to try and top somebody else's story. That's how humans are. Why? Because it's our nature to build ourselves up and put others down. We are naturally selfish. We're naturally self-seeking. Okay? Um, Yeah, we are. We're very naturally self-centered. You know, uh, a couple weeks ago when it was really cold and their soccer game got moved to a Wednesday, my first thought was not... About them, it was about, that means I can't go. And that means they're not going to be at youth. It means the numbers, you know, like my first thoughts were very selfish when, when, when that got announced. So that is our very nature is to be selfish. But the Bible just said love is not selfish. It is not dishonor others. It's not proud. It's not boast. And all these things, okay? Um, we know that love is, is not, actually, I'm going to get that later. Okay, love is not easily angered. How many of you are easily angered? Right? We just talked about it. When you're driving, man, I get mad when I'm driving. Man, I get, oh, I get mad when I'm driving a lot of times. There's too many stupid people on the, too many stupid people with driver's licenses. So, um, that's true too. Right? It keeps no record of wrongs. How many of you have ever been in a fight where somebody brought up something that happened like seven years ago? Right? And you're like, dude, what the heck? Really? We're going to have that stupid discussion again? Right? Love does not do that. Love does not keep up. A record of wrongs. You know, you get in an argument with your brother or sister, like, 
And they're like, yeah, well, you bit me that one time. And you're like, I was four, you know. <laughs> it's been 12 years since I bit you. Can you stop bringing it up? Right? <laughs> I've still got the scar, you know. <laughs> Seriously. It is our nature to do that. It, but here's the thing, and, and here's kind of my, my big point tonight. Love is not natural. Love goes against our very nature. We know the Bible says, John, thir- or John 15, 13, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one friend. Anybody here ever lay down your life for a friend? No, you haven't because you're all alive. Okay? To lay down one's life means to die so that somebody else doesn't die. But the Bible says there's no greater love than to basically die so that somebody else doesn't have to. None of y'all have done that. But, but, but you would. You have. You're alive. You can't have done this yet. Again, you're missing the point. If you're alive, you haven't done this yet. I promise. <laughs> Squirrel. Right? What's the most famous verse in the Bible? John 3.16, for God came not to condemn the world, but, to, but that the world might be saved. Yes, we know. <laughs> so, the most famous verse in the Bible, and it gets said a lot, but I don't think we think about it very much. God loved the world so much that he gave. Okay? Loving is equal to giving, in, in, in my mind. And I'm not just talking about money, okay? It does apply that way, too, but... Um, you know, love is about giving up ourselves and, and going against the things that we want so that somebody else can get what they want or need. That is the definite, that is what love really is, okay? In a relationship, love is about, you know, help making sure that the other one is, is, is supported and has their needs taken care of and whatever else. It's not just about you know, kowtowing to somebody else because they should be trying to do the same to you. You know, a great relationship is about two people trying to outgive the other one, okay? Like, okay, none of y'all watch Parks and Recreation probably. Anybody here watch Parks and Rec? Okay, Parks and Rec, the main character in Parks and Rec, she has this thing throughout the whole show, where, like the whole, all, the whole series, where she's like this amazing gift giver. She always comes up with these incredible gifts. And just this past week's episode, it was her and her husband's one-year anniversary, and the whole, like, one of the main plot lines of the, store, of, the, of the episode was how they were trying to out-gift the other one. Like, each of them was trying to come up with a better anniversary gift for the other one. It was kind of cool, okay? And she won. She, she does that. But... In, in, yeah, in that show, she does. She, but she didn't win because she got the better thing. She, got, she won because she gave the better thing. And it was cool because it really was a pretty decent representation of a great loving relationship where they really, you know, I mean, it's just a TV show, but, you know, Ben and Leslie really love one another, and she gave him the better gift, and she was super excited about giving the better gift. Right? Love, is, love goes against our very nature. Okay? Love is weird. Now, here's the, here's the thing. Anything that we do not do naturally, we have to try. We have to try to do. Okay? Nobody ever accidentally was patient. All right? Nobody was accidentally patient. I promise. Nobody, right? You can't accident. You have to try really hard to be patient, right? Like, like you really have to work at being, I do anyways. Yeah. Like, Yeah, yeah, kind of, yes. 
But here's the thing. Things that, things that are unnatural, we have to work at, okay? I am not naturally an athlete. So if I want to do something athletic, it requires a lot of work, all right? It's just it's, it's the case. Yeah. I'm so glad there's no video cameras when, when Wes and I work out in the morning. I'm so glad we're in private. We're not in public. Uh, huh? We're doing T25. And, like, this morning was the ab one, which involves a lot of, like, laying on the ground and doing sit-ups and stuff. And we end up just, like, rolling on the ground like beached whales. It's bad. It's really bad. So because we're not natural athletes. And so trying to do this, this workout requires a lot, of, a lot of effort for us, whereas some of you guys could probably do T25 pretty easily, especially, like, this alpha round. It wouldn't kill you that much. Like, you'd be like, yeah, this is kind of, I mean, you know, work up a good sweat, but... Oh, we tried to. We did the set, the first one a second time, and we missed a couple of weeks. And so, yeah, we're starting B. We're starting the beta one next week. Um, but that's not the point. Things that are unnatural take effort, and love is unnatural. Okay, love. Our sinful nature goes against everything that love is, which means that we have to be very intentional when we love people. Okay, love is the first commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the first two commandments. Jesus said these are the greatest commandments in the Bible. But that goes against our very nature. Okay, so, so how does that work? We have the greatest commandment, but it goes against what our nature is. So what's the solution here? How do, how do we reconcile these two things? How do we pull these things together? Yes, Sunday school answer, but it's correct in this case. We need Jesus' help, all right? We cannot do this on our own, all right? Jesus and the Holy Spirit serve to do that. We know the Holy Spirit is a comforter, and, and the Holy Spirit does a lot of things in us. Part of what God does for us in our relationship with him is help us do stuff we're not good at. In this case, love. We do not naturally love, but we're, we're called to. That's what God has told us the greatest commandment is. And so we have to have Jesus' help. To, to, to love properly and to show love to those around us. We will not naturally do it. So here's a challenge. you got to ask yourself. Here's kind of the, the big thing for tonight. Am I loving people like Jesus wants me to? Do I love my classmates like Jesus wants me to? And, again, this isn't about romantic love. You all know that, but, you know, I just want to throw that out there. Am I showing the love of Jesus to those around us the way God wants me to? Okay, do I love my teachers the way God wants me to? Do I love my family? Do I love my friends, my classmates, everybody I'm around? Am I showing God's love the way that God wants me to? And if not, then we have to ask God for help. Okay? And so tonight, really quickly, I want you to just close your eyes. And we're almost done here. But I want you to, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to start thinking about who you can love better? Who in your life can you show Jesus' love to in a better way than you have before? I'm pretty sure everybody here can think of one or two or five or 20 people that we can love better. I know I can. Okay? So there's people in my mind right now too. So I want you to think about who that person is. And I'm going to pray. And I want you to pray on your own. And, and I want you to make this your prayer and your quiet time in this week. Okay? And it's a simple prayer. It's God. Help me to love like you want me to. I can't do it on my own. And so I just want you to make that your prayer as I pray. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this night. God, I thank you for your word and the things we can learn from it. I thank you for uh, 
God, the way you showed your love for us and sending Jesus to die on the cross willingly and, and of his own choice, God, so that we could be saved. God, I thank you for that because you don't just call us to do things and then not do it yourself, but you set the example. You demonstrate for us the way to love. And so, Heavenly Father, I pray right now, God, that, that right now you would put people in our minds that we need to love better. Lord, I think we can probably all come up with somebody pretty quickly. Um, and God, I just pray that you would... Bring those people to mind in the times when it's hard, in the times when we're frustrated, and the times when they're annoying us or whatever it may be, Lord, that you would help us, that you would, you know, that you would prick us and prick our minds, God, and so that we would not forget and we would not grow weary in, in doing what it is you've called us to do, Lord, but that we would love those around us. God, that those who are downtrodden, those who don't have as many friends, and those who, uh, God, are just going through things, Lord, let us love them like you love them. God, like the Good Samaritan, Lord, who went out of his way to help somebody that he wouldn't have normally associated with. God, I pray that you would let us show that kind of love to those around us. And when it gets hard for us to do that, Lord, that you would help us, that you would provide us strength. We know that the Bible says that those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. And when it gets hard to love, God, we can wait on you and you will renew our strength. God. I pray that our youth group and our church would be known as a, as a group that loves the city, that loves our schools, that loves Permian, and that loves OHS, and that loves Crockett, and that loves Ector, and that loves Bonham, and that loves Compass, God, and whatever other schools are represented, Lord. God, LBJ, and, and, and whatever else there is, Lord. We would be known as, as a people and as a church that loves those around us. God, we would not be poor representatives of you who are judging and who are, uh, who are looking down upon people, Lord, but that we would reach down and help the least of these just as if we're doing it to you, God. I pray that you would give us strength to love even when it goes against our instincts and our nature. God, and I pray right now that you would just just let us be a great reflection of you, Heavenly Father. God, that you would use us to reach this city and to reach our schools. We know that you are doing a great thing. And Lord, we want to see it continue. God, we thank you. We love you. And it's in your name we pray. Amen.